Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lodgecast. I'm your Lodgemaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Good evening. And Brother Lucas. Hello there. And tonight our special, beautiful, timeless beauty, beautiful guest, the Lodge Mistress Millie. My pleasure. (laughs) Pleasure is definitely ours. Uh, We are coming to you from a bold new AMC. We are in Monterey Park, California. The Atlantic Times Square. <laughs> you can't get much much frillier than this. Uh, we went to dinner at Marie Callender's. Where Zachary mm. took care of us in the garden room. Mm. <laughs> Had some chicken pot pie. He was a good waiter. Told us yeah. a funny, cold-blooded story. Those were his words. He did, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, the, the movie that we're seeing tonight is just as special as these new surroundings. It is apparently a Keanu Reeves vehicle titled Replicas. Replicas. And this materialized on our horizon when a picture started circulating of Keanu Reeves with a virtual reality helmet on and we had heard hide nor hair of this movie. Did we not discover it on the actual AMC A-list app when we were like looking <laughs> I for think a movie we to watch? Might have. And because it's a theatrical release, I mean, we're at a theater right now. We are at a theater. It, yeah, it this is, is not confirmed. your living room. It's at a few theaters, but not too many. And how is that possible? Once I once I saw that picture. <laughs> I put everybody on lockdown, and people locked down to very various degrees of success. I think uh, the boys in the back know a little bit more about this than they should, but I know fucking nothing about mm. this other than that that glorious picture. And when I showed my goodly wife, Lodge Mistress <laughs> Millie, that picture, she also knew that she would travel the globe to see this. Thank I you, I was Millie. captivated, yeah. So what do we think we're in store for tonight? B- Bishki, what, what, you, you are, you are being know, very silent. All I know is the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I'm, <laughs> I am pumped up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you claim to know the runtime and the Rotten Tomatoes Oh, and the runtime. I do know the runtime, which is... Not too shabby. Is it like 89 minutes? It's like one hour, 40, 47 minutes. Okay. Okay. That's, that's... Not that's, as short as I thought, but... Not, well... <laughs> but it's, it's not, not as long as it could be. It's not you know. as long as it and could be. And for sci-fi, that's pretty short. So, yeah. yeah. What do we... 
we know nothing. So what do we think? Like we can we can fill this mm. empty this empty canvas with our dreams, with our desires. Mm. What do we want from this movie? Well, I was just thinking I like Keanu, like and I and Who I like I know and I like hearing all the stories about Keanu saying he's like super nice and super great to work with. And then when I saw him in that helmet, I was like, "Great, I'll go." <laughs> What 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 do the boys in the back think about what we're in store for? Like, is this a Matrix uh, lateral pass? Like, I think what? I think sadly this is a paycheck job for Keanu, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of confuses me or bewilders me a little because I look at him as an artist mm-hmm. and as a very talented, genuine, heartfelt, like amazing person. Wow. Who's made his fortune with his Matrix trilogy and like other studio jobs? John Wick. Yeah, like he, yeah, he he's sure. got money. He's not hurting. So I, I'm a little perplexed as to why <laughs> he would just do movies to fill uh, a time slot on his schedule or a calendar, you know, seasonally or whatever. So obviously he's got a quote. He's got a fee. And it <laughs> seems it like... Is it a favor, Lucas? It's, no, it just seems like if it's an interesting <laughs> role and he can, like, do something fun or learn from it or, hey, it's going to be in Thailand for six weeks and we'll pay you, you know, like $10 million or whatever it is, he'll be like, okay... So I'm, I'm kind of like, wow, I didn't really expect him to be like the working actor or the mercenary actor. But this feels like a Bruce Willis movie pass, Nicolas Cage video streaming. Not not like Mandy Nicolas Cage, but pre-Mandy, like when, when he was doing like Left Behind remakes and stuff. Um, Sometimes when you talk, it just sounds like abstract poetry, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> movie pass, but, but what Cage, I'm ho- but what Bruce I'm ho- Willis. But what I'm hoping for... <laughs> But what I'm hoping for tonight is just a little bit of fun, mm. a little bit of whimsy, mm. and and hopefully one good audition scene. Like, give us mm. one scene that we can drive home tonight, headed west, talking about, like a salad dragon. I want I want the salad we, dragon we to be wet we're hunting. and crisp <laughs> and fresh and zesty and, and plentiful. We want the salad dragon to outshine the salad bar that was at Marie Callender's. <laughs> yeah. Because that was not... Which was, was not, not worth, worth the it. walk from the table. It. wasn't worth it. Uh, Brother Bishke, what are you hoping for? There are some, I want to see there some, are some kids going bonkers outside of this car. They're, some, they're coming from replicas, hopefully. I want to see some <laughs> lawnmower man type. Yes. Uh, lawn, lawn tech. Yeah, with the v, with the VR. I want, to, I want to go into the VR, but like see what it, what it looks like in 2019. I want the VR to be hopelessly outdated already. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, I love Keanu's life, and I like. I want to see. I want to see what because uh, I don't think it's necessarily a Nick Cage paycheck because he doesn't really need that. I don't think, but maybe he does. But uh, so you, maybe he's genuinely interested. Maybe in he's got like hidden obsessions like Nick Cage with his buying of uh, exotic animals and castles in Germany. Like, we just don't know what Keanu's thing is. Yeah. Like, maybe he buys, like, ivory surfboards Fabergé or something. Or VR masks. I'll tell you when I had enough. Yeah, or maybe he just has a boner for VR. Which... I think he owns an island. I think he's in the island club. Sure, oh. sure. Well, hopefully replicas will help him buy a new gazebo on that island, and hopefully it'll give us that leafy, green, crunchy salad dragon that we <sighs> so does. desire. We're going to smoke some green leaf of our own, and we are going to storm the Atlantic Times Square 14 AMC. Atlantic Times Square, baby. And see what it's all about. Watch the ball drop. Love and light and wish us luck. Love and light. (laughs) 
sequence we got replicated y'all <laughs> i i i don't I, I in a million years i would have never guessed that that was what replicas was <laughs> i had no clue there's surprises around every turn all right before we get before we get into it bishki what's that synapse snaps from rotten tomatoes after a car accident kills his family, a daring synthetic biologist, Keanu Reeves, will stop at nothing to bring them back, even if it means pitting himself against a government-controlled laboratory, a police task force, and the physical laws of science. <laughs> a lot of adv- adversary. A lot of BS adversity. in there. Now, I would call him a hard-charging uh, <laughs> scientist. This is pretty hard-charging. <laughs> The police force consisted of, like, two goons. Okay, so there are, like, five people in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> there are not a lot of characters. There's about three locations. Shot on the island of Puerto Rico. Yes. yes. Which kind of felt like a money laundering front yes. for the movie. Yes. Yeah, there's, like, no five production rhyme, companies. No rhyme or reason for it, except that that's where it's set. Yep. The best part, when we really knew we were in for a treat, was the first production company logo, I believe, was... Entertainment Studios Motion Pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's red, white, and blue. Looking super <laughs> suspect. Followed by like eight more uh, animated logos of varying quality. This movie is the purest example of why we do this podcast. Yes. Because nobody listening to this is ever going to watch this. No. no. Nor should They'll they. They'll never even hear Hold about it. Hold your tongue, oh. sweet woman. I... Let's talk them through it, Okay. Because no one's ever going to watch this, we got to talk them through it. I mean, we knew we were in for it from the first shot. Yeah. We got a CG airplane. Chopper. He- chopper. Helicopter. <laughs> I know. That was on par with the Speed Kills CG chopper. Yeah, it was, it was rough. But this was in clear skies, so all the seams were visible. But, you know, the chopper lands, and it's delivering this test subject, this recently deceased soldier, to Keanu Reeves' laboratory. And Keanu, we are in the thick of it. Keanu is doing uh, doing different uh, multiplication tables, figuring out all the formulas. And I'd say within the first three minutes, he's got that famous helmet on. Yes. <laughs> and it looks like a 70s hockey helmet. Like, not full coverage. <laughs> I mean, my question is, do you think that he did learn the choreography, or he just did random choreography, and they... Uh, it, okay. was minority, it was a minority, minority report, report rip-off. Yeah. So but, he, he, puts on the, he puts on the helmet, and he's just waving his arms around, and it's moving information around. You, you, know, you know the type. Yeah. 
that we all thought computing... Either way, I was, having, but, but I was there, smiling every we, time. We all it. thought computing would be exactly like that by now, yeah. and it still isn't. But there's no. money on the screen because all the visual effects, you know, is, is not super... Uh, bad i mean like no. it, when, no. he, when he's got the goggles on in the beginning it, like it's it's, it's like hip, okay it's hypnotic like i loved when this movie comes out on blu-ray mark my words i'm going to make an hour-long loop of all of his <laughs> all of his helmet uh fuckery scenes choreography yeah it, it, it is like tai chi no, yeah. i was in bliss watching him i love watching him move it around all, all the data that was popping up and oh god <laughs> so much data and then sometimes he's silent and you just watch him work yeah but sometimes he's saying things like Upload the download, <laughs> you know, like map the all, boot, boot the map, boot, boot the mapping imprint sequence, imprint yeah. initiated. Like he's just saying all this shit, and Keanu at this point, he's not a young man, but he's trying to stay in in kind of a young man's mold. Hmm. But his voice betrays him a bit because he is one step, one half step away from Clint Eastwood at this point. Every line is kind of like. Yeah, oh, initiate the boot, <laughs> and and he's starting to get that old man kind of uh, waver in his voice, mm-hmm. which is what it, what approaches the Clint status. And I I love watching that. I love watching him kind of move into that because it gives him a little more gravitas, you know. And and it helps it helps ground this character of this beleaguered scientist. Yeah. And uh, and and it also makes it so when he does yell, you take notice. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you sit up and take notice when Keanu goes above a, a wavery rasp in this. But, I mean, I never bought him as a scientist. No, no, oh, no, I'm not time, saying I buy him as a scientist. The, like the first thing they say to him is like, "Is the cortex viable?" And he's like, "Yes." Do you Con- concur? Concur. concur. I concur. And his sidekick. And, like, and I was like, "No, I don't think he thinks the cortex is viable. I and, don't think he knows what the cortex." And his is. sidekick is Thomas Middleditch from uh, the Verizon. Valley. The Verizon. Oh, that's right. I knew I recognized him. Such an odd casting. And he is cast as the kind of voice of reason, uh, comic relief, which is if you are making a money laundering movie in Puerto Rico. Is exactly who you get. You're like, give me the Verizon guy. Yeah. So they do this operation on this soldier, and what this entails is putting on a helmet that kind of has a universal soldier green uh, reticle that goes over the eyeball, and then it pierces this long uh, needle into your brain through like the corner of your eye. Yeah. Tough and, to watch. And and Bishke gnarly. covered his face at every turn. Yeah. Every time it, I'm like, well, they show it goes straight in. It goes straight into the I eye. Take, I can't take every any, time. Every time. Any sharp objects into the eye. Eye trauma I, I, is yeah. definitely a trigger for for Brother Bishke, yeah. which I am delighted to know at this point. <laughs> and this helmet that sticks into your eyeball, there's a little helpful screen on it that says uh, uploading. <laughs> upload complete neural transfer complete so you always know at what stage this hocus pocus is <laughs> is up to so they suck his they suck all of his knowledge and his memories and his memories out and <laughs> impl- implant it directly into this irobot looking PlayStation 2 robot I have to say, like, I was with it at this point. I oh, was yeah. I was loving it. I mean, Lucas, 
I, I can I can only imagine all the adjectives you you would be throwing at it at this point in the movie. But I wanted to see what happened when that stuff got uploaded into that robot. Yeah, no, I uh, I didn't know what this was going in, and very quickly, yeah, in that opening, you're like, wow, this has kind of got like a Island of Doctor Monroe, Doctor Frankenstein kind of vibe. It's definitely Island of Doctor Monroe. And, and they hit the ground running, you know. I mean, like, yeah, they're definitely running towards it, so you could kind of anticipate where it was going, and it got heavy. It got heavy quick. It got so, really, really dark. So quick. what happens is. Once once the robot receives all this information, this neural intel, it freaks out. It's like, who am I? What am I? And starts trying to, like, rip its skin off and just flips out. And Keanu has to unplug it. Matrix style. There's a yeah. lot of callback imagery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we go home, and we meet his family. Kind of a bizarre scene with his wife, where his wife... Now, Lodge Mistress Millie, do you... What, how did you feel that the female character was written in this early going? Terrible. Really bad. <laughs> the close-ups were weird. The whole thing was weird. Like, her acting... <laughs> was weird. She literally is like, uh, I love you. You are my husband. I am proud of you. She's, yeah. like, robotic. Yeah. So... <laughs> the dialogue is robotic as well. So they're, they're about to go on a family boat trip, just kind of randomly. And they drive off, and it starts just pouring outside. And Keanu is not concerned in the least, even though he can't, like, you can't see anything <laughs> out the so windshield. It is so dangerous. It is so dangerous. And his wife's like, maybe we should pull over. And he's like, nah. And then a, they almost do a head-on with a semi. And Keanu keeps going. Keanu keeps going. He's not really that concerned about it. And then uh, right after that, like they're on a like a Universal Studios ride, a tree comes down in front of the road, <laughs> and he swerves off. And no, but the don't the tree plunges through the mother. The tree, yeah, they hit they hit the tree. A branch goes through her neck. It seemed like <laughs> yeah, I, I think tell. it was her chest. Okay, it was rough. oh, it, it was might rough. have bit have been her chest, but she was gasping as if it was her neck. And and they proceed to have one of the most brutal car crash scenes. There's a hell of a car wreck. After that, I know. I mean, it was intensely, yeah. violently brutal for a PG-13 movie. Like yeah. this was. Uh, it was dark. This was, was, dark. was a fucked up car crash, and I was not expecting it. I don't know what you. I didn't know it was going to be like Lawnmower Man meets. You know, hideaway. meets hideaway meets pet cemetery. Mm -hmm. They have this car crash. His whole family dies. And he just Dude, and he and lays and, the and, bodies. And out. they like let there's a beat like for each one. Yeah, yeah. Where, like you let it sink oh in. God. Like he goes there. Like, he drags them all onto the shore, and the rain's just pouring down. And he's just like, no, no, for like a second. And then he's got ideas. Yeah, and then and then he's like, oh shit, <laughs> these these brains are viable. Uh, concurred, and so he calls Middleditch. Middleditch comes over, and in quick time, they have a makeshift laboratory in Keanu's basement with giant altered states tanks. Yeah, pods full full of primordial ooze and amino acids. And their plan is and fructose and fructose. <laughs> and their plan is obviously to suck out all of their neural information and make clones replicas if you will well it's like they were doing the synthetic brain but like the clone stuff was just another From level nowhere. of technology that yeah. was like 
That was like to be like they acted as if it was like to be expected. Like, and as we all know, clones can be built. So let's just yes. Build the clones in seventeen days. And then in seventeen, 17 days. days, and make a little. But he's short one barrel. He only has yes. three or four barrels. And so... I thought this was a great scene. Yeah, like he he has three kids and a wife, but only four pods. And there's a lot of pod talk. He's like, he's like Ed. I need more pods. More pods. He's Ed. asking so much. Of I Ed. need oh four pods. So and he's like, he's like, Ed, you gotta get rid of the bodies. <laughs> yeah. And I need you to do this. One. And then he writes down his family members on little sheets of paper, puts them in a bowl, keeps his wife, sets his wife aside, good move, but then puts his kids in a bowl, and he's like, Ed, you gotta pick. <laughs> and then Ed, pick which one I want to get rid of. And then Ed stands up for himself. He's like, No, man, I've done enough. You gotta pick it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was, I mean, I was really with this dynamic. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is really, really weird. Yeah. Like, this is like an intimate, two, pretty much a two man movie for a while as yeah. they try to negotiate and navigate how they're going to grow grow this new family but they never answered the question initially <laughs> of why they couldn't wait to do her it wasn't like they had a set amount of fluid or anything right that was what i didn't understand well they just didn't have the pod they didn't yeah, have the pod but it's like who cares <laughs> They were they're very they were very obsessed with growing them all at the exact same time. And that was I didn't know why bringing them back to life at the same time. Yeah, uh, it it is what it is. It is, what <laughs> it is. It's probably other questions as well. <laughs> okay, so all the while he's missing work, and his boss at work kind of figures into it. He's like the only other character in the movie, and his boss at work is like, you know, we need to get that robot experiment to work, or else we're gonna they're gonna pull our funding. So that's constantly happening. And the whole time, we're just like, get the fucking family grown. Like, I want to see what happens when the family comes back. Yeah. We kind of spend a, a lot of time waiting for them to grow. Waiting for them yeah. to Yeah, I mean, he, so much time that he has time to uh, text uh, his fa- his Ooh, family like members' that. self. Like, all, all of his... Uh, um, Computer, the computers of his family members and the cell phones of his family members, he gets into, and he, and and uh, and particularly, his, <laughs> his daughter had uh, a bay named a bay named Juan, and and Juan's like, "What's up, man? Where where, where are you?" Yeah, and, my family's out of town. You want to come over? So he's trying to keep him alive uh, on social. I really like that. Like when he boots his phone back up, and it's like. It just goes nuts. It's like 144 <laughs> messages. And you just see Keanu look at it, and he's like, whoa, really? <laughs> like, it's great. And then, yeah, texting back uh, Juan, and he's like, he writes, I'm grounded, I can't. And then Juan's like, for how long? And then he's like, until I'm 18. That was a big, big laugh moment that Millie put her put her head in her hands. Yeah, there was a lot of there, the hum, the humor in it, the humor of little of little what there was was not it wasn't um, it wasn't sharp didn't land. No, but I was happy that it was there because imagine if this was just a completely dour like he does a lot of grieving over Zoe the kid that he didn't have a pod for, and I didn't need to see any more grieving. Like you gotta cut the grieving with some sort of attempt at humor every mm-hmm. once in a while. And I like that they attempted it. And the crowd that we were with, small crowd, but very vocal 
Like I, cool. I don't know what they were <laughs> they were talking throughout about something. Uh, maybe they all had theories about how to actually uh, pursue some of these scientific uh, experiments, <laughs> or maybe they were all just drunk. I don't know. But let's skip ahead to seventeen days where his family emerges from the goo and <laughs> i mean i'm on the edge of my seat like when when, when they when they come alive cuz i'm just like what is yeah, this going to be yeah. this 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 wife couldn't act from the start like yes. how is she going to act when she has to play like a, a a weird replica of herself and then she comes into her own like yeah. i yeah. really like her performance from when she Come, comes back to life until about when she realizes that she's a replicant is great. I thought it was great too. She cries a lot, but it's real believable. It's real soulful. But when the family comes back, he kind of he, he has to do a lot more helmet mumbo jumbo with them. But when they fully come back, he goes to bed with his sleeping <laughs> wife. He wakes up and she's not beside him anymore. And that's a great, yeah. that's just a great setup. Because you're right there with him. You're like, holy shit. Like his wife could be the Terminator. She like, could be around. Eve of Destruction, yeah. just like blowing everything up. <laughs> but he goes down, and I liked how this was handled too. He goes down to the kitchen and his wife's like super like, go get him. She's like, I'm going to go for a run. And his kids are just eating everything. It's kind of creepy. I was mm -hmm. confused. Were the kids kind of messed up? Because there was cereal all over the place. They the were. Like, remember, remember the guy didn't have control because he put his mashed potatoes in his cup? I think he just didn't have, like, full control. They, like, don't know. They don't. They know the words but not the music to how to eat breakfast. Yeah, they're yeah. a little off. There's just, <laughs> there's just cereal everywhere. But everybody's acting like it's normal. And the daughter is pouring orange juice on her cereal. Like, there's, it, you just get the sense that some wires are crossed. And I liked how kind of subtly disconcerting that was. And the wife goes for a run. And, yeah, she grabs her chest kind of ominously. And that must have been where the tree pierced her. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he's is just making flapjacks, making, <laughs> making French toast. He's just like... <laughs> French toast for the lady. <laughs> he gives his daughter some French toast. And things things kind of progress from there. Um, there's some more intrigue at work. They're trying to get that robot study. You get the damn algorithm. <laughs> oh. the algorithm. There's, there's a lot more helmet. Helmet uh, moving, moving some graphics around with the helmet. So eventually he has to tell his wife. He, he keeps deleting memories of the younger daughter and of the accident from their m memories. And his wife stumbles across him doing that to their daughter. And so he tells her, he's like, you die. You died. I brought you back. Yeah. I watched you die. This movie <laughs> makes such bold choices. <laughs> Because it's like that reveal, I was like, this is going to take forever to reveal that. Nope. But no, he nope. just, he just, runs, comes, out he just comes out with it. He's like, you died. I brought you back. And she accepts it. <laughs> yep. And there's no question. And it just keeps moving. She accepts it, but with, with a lot of hurt. You yeah. know? And I thought she handled those scenes great. So the, the SWAT team is, is around him and, and his boss has, has been on to him the whole time. And is like, you need to give me the algorithm and kiss your family goodbye because they know too much and their their scientific aberrations and and uh, we're not really bio such and so we're really for the military yeah and you haven't been working for who you thought you were working for and it's around this time that I think 
the filmmakers lost some audio files because they had to redub and do ADR for vast swaths of it, including the the boss's whole turn, which the audio was very strangely edited to to him, where you can tell. (laughs) The wife, unfortunately, gets the same treatment. It's all ADR'd, and she... I don't know. They they misdirected those sessions or something happened. Did you guys notice that or, or am I no, crazy? No, well, the, the boss in general. Lucas, like, are you yes. asleep during the <laughs> fucking podcast? No. Wake the fuck up. No, I was asleep during the movie, though. Um, <laughs> Jesus so Christ. So I didn't actually man. I didn't actually make it to the family. Bishki, it was again. your responsibility I, to keep I'm him sorry, away. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. You were deputized to get that narcoleptic <laughs> online. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Oh I was God. overserved at Marine Calendars. You were. <laughs> you, were. you were. You were. We watched you. That's true. So where yeah, where did you fall asleep? You didn't when, when he brought his family like back to the lab and they were growing them. It was like right before the <laughs> what? unveiling. Yeah. <laughs> what? So replicas they didn't even get replicated for not, you. No, not fully. And you were out for the rest of the movie? Until the end. Until the, oh, yeah, okay, until go the, back to sleep then. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. So, after the ADR misadventures, Keanu's taking his family on the run. He's like, we gotta get out of here. So, they're tracking him. They realize they have trackers built into their spinal cords or whatever. And so the wife, who evidently is a surgeon or something. Of, I don't know. That, <laughs> this scene was weird. Of some renown. She's like, drive to the clinic. So they all go to the clinic. They use, uh, what are those? EK defibrillators. Defibrillator zappers to get the trackers to turn off. And they hilariously turn off on the SWAT team's tracking yeah, that, ho- that whole iPad. thing could have been cut. <laughs> yeah, just cut all. The, like, the most interesting part. It, oftentimes the movie movies miss the forest for the trees. The most interesting part to me was that breakfast scene mm-hmm. where he first encounters his family. Like yeah, you got an interesting psychological mm-hmm. thing of like, are these you have it? Are these replicas gonna wake up like your family? Are they gonna are they gonna like degenerate over time? Like just ride that. Like your why? Whole, that's your like that's a great premise. We don't like, give a shit about anything else. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also weird because that was why I was like, why is it so important for them to all wake up and try to think that they're real when then two seconds later he's like, we're not real. You're right. not real. Right. So it's like that just didn't make any sense to me. They were trying to be Terminator 2 on like a Plan 9 from Outer Space budget. And you just, just don't do that. Work within your means. But what happens is the SWAT team and uh, and the evil uh, the evil boss kidnaps the family and it becomes kind of John Wick for a second. It's like, he'll come to us. And he does come to them. He ends up putting on the helmet, taking, taking his own neural information and putting it into the robot so that the robot, who is now Keanu cloned, can come save the day and beat the shit out of yeah, everybody. And that is, I think, the Salad Dragon. I think that's the Salad Dragon. An earlier an earlier contender is, and I felt it the second the second he walked into the bathroom. Keanu mm-hmm. goes into this that bathroom stall. Yeah. He sits down in the handicap stall, <laughs> puts on the helmet, his boss comes in, again, very bad ADR dub job. He's like, Hi, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Hi, Bill. We need to figure out that experiment. And quick, or we'll lose our funding. He's like, Bill, are you in there? Bill, are you in there? And and Keanu's like, 
yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> and he's sitting on the toilet with this, with this fucking helmet on. And he waits for his boss to leave. And he puts the helmet on. It plunges the needle into his eye. Ugh. And he just has one of those hilarious screaming in a VR helmet shots. Yeah. And it's Keanu and he's sitting on a toilet and it's wonderful. But I think for the culmination, the true Salad Dragon has to be <laughs> when he uploads his mind into that PS2 looking <laughs> robot. And the animation was, it looked kind of stop motion, which I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. They, like they were definitely looking to the Terminator for a lot of inspiration here. And I, I liked that effect. It, I mean, it's funny as hell. Yeah. But I liked it. <laughs> so yeah, and he's throwing throwing the stooges around. He's, just, and, yeah. he's just throwing them around, beating everybody up. And then when Keanu's talking to himself as the robot, and they're trying to decide what to do, like that is hilarious. Yeah. He's like, "You gotta stay here." And, and I was so confused. I was like, "Why does he gotta stay?" Yeah, here? and then the robot's like, "I'll take care of it." You know, it's still it's still <laughs> Keanu's voice, but slightly r- robotic. So what what the fuck happens then? Keanu scrams with his family to a beach, and then the robot sucks the the brain out of uh, the boss and clones the boss. So Keanu, the real Keanu, is on the beach, and he somehow got his little daughter back, Zoe. Cloned her. Cloned her. Uploaded her consciousness. And got time. her back. And then that family is just, we put a bow on it, and they're fine? Yeah. But they they haven't worked out all the kinks, so I don't know why that's a happy ending for them. But anyway, so we go to Dubai suddenly with, with a nice Dubai music cue. The boss is there. They wheel in this ancient <laughs> this ancient man who doesn't have any lines, who was probably a financial benefactor of some sort for the movie. And this is where it's kind of it kind of feels like get out a little bit because this old man wants to be put into a, a younger body or be cloned or whatever. They they wheel this old guy into this giant office building overlooking Dubai and the Keanu robot has a suit on that looks like a John Wick suit. And he's like, are you ready, Bill? And then Robo Keanu turns around and is like, initiate mapping sequence. (laughs) (laughs) Or something to that effect. And then it's fucking over. And (laughs) I don't know what you're supposed to feel. I don't know what you're supposed to feel at the end. But Keanu's name comes up pretty quickly as a producer. Yeah. So he believed in this. He believed in that helmet. He probably put that helmet on, meditated in it, and really came to the conclusion that this was the kind of movie he wanted to do. I think he maybe read the script and was like, this has got a lot of ideas in it. Because it does. It does. It It has a ton of ideas. a ton of ideas, ton of influences, and a ton of... like, you don't know. I was on the edge of my seat a lot. Yes, I was yes. like, where is this going? Because I didn't know what they were going to do next. And, and a lot of this comes from having not seen any trailers or promotional exactly. materials. Like, we we don't know. We don't we don't vaguely remember, you know, Cyberdyne Systems Laboratories exploding in the trailer. So mm-hmm. we don't, in the back of our minds, think, oh, well, the laboratory is going to explode. So it was thrilling to not know that. And I think on paper, this movie probably looks pretty great. It's just some of the execution was very bizarre. Yeah. And 
just having Keanu in that helmet is very bizarre. Like, you can't watch this movie with a straight face completely. Yeah, I mean, they could have, with some tweaks, made it a full comedy, like a multiplicity. Oh, easily. Or like, easily. Yeah, and yeah. should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's go to these bones. Lucas, you have a big old asterisk by your by yeah, your review. Yeah, mine, mine's not valid, but but it was <laughs> it was genuinely yeah surprising from the early get going because <laughs> it wasn't as it wasn't as bad as I was expecting going in. Like, no, it definitely had competency. And Lorenzo de Bonaventura is one of the other producers. Like he he produced like a lot of big studio movies, so there there was there was something at work here for sure. But yeah, I don't know about the director. Um, but, but yeah, it's very, very dramatic and, and I, I wish I had seen all of it. So I definitely give it a two and a half from what I saw. I mean, it was technically, <laughs> it was, you know, with the, some of the CG aside, it was technically sound. I mean, it okay. definitely like, I, I thought the helmet stuff, you know, it held up like it worked. Like it made sense to me. <laughs> all right. All right. Go back to sleep. Uh, Lodge Mistress Millie. Uh, I just, this was my least favorite film. I, she's I, really yeah it just i, I there's no female characters the, really probably there but it's just all over the place like nothing added up there was like so many ideas like the reason why it was like genuinely shocking is because they they never developed stuff it just they just <laughs> they just threw stuff out there it was all so simplistic it was not it was a page out of tyler perry's research it was tyler it perry was like, it, it was, was like, tyler perry yes it was just like very basic stuff i just it don't was not i agree with you on the tyler perry research that's uh, what i said i know but you 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 were using a tone that i don't like you speaking about <laughs> tyler perry in well and I, I need love you to be Tyler Perry. Thank you. Okay. I just I'm just saying <laughs> I need you to be gentle. And I respect Tyler Perry. But this did remind me of the Gale Force Wind battery <laughs> that's what, from that's Tyler what Perry's talking about. <laughs> I just want you to soften is, your tone uh, when okay. talking well, about Mr. Anyway, Perry. Just, Tyler Perry I, does neuroscience. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if, why wasn't Tyler Perry the boss in this? Yeah. That would have been, been great. amazing. Oh, because man. the boss was a genuinely a, a freaking creep. I <laughs> Didn't like it. I really felt. I I fell asleep for like a couple minutes. Mm. Remember my leg twitched. And yes, like, I remember that. And I was like, oh my god. And I struggled to stay awake. I struggled. I struggled. I struggled. I tried. I struggled. And that was probably another reason why I didn't like the movie. It was really. Lucas boring. didn't struggle. It was really boring to me. Oh, was and cozy. so I give it a half bone. A wow. half bone. It's a half bone Boom. for me. Brother Bishki retort. <laughs> um, I was wide awake during this whole movie. <laughs> I was on, and for most of it, I was on the edge of my seat, smiling, watching Keanu move Mm. his hands around that digital world. Um, Archimax. It was Archimax-esque. I I did not know what was going to happen next, and the and the filmmaker just kept making bold choices. Like every you know ten minutes, there was like just crazy plot twists, um, which I lied because filmmaking wise and like acting and writing it's not that good but (laughs) (laughs) but when you make bold when you make bold tyler perry-esque choices like that there you go you are just with it and i had a fun time throughout i'm gonna echo brother lucas's thoughts and feelings Mm. even though he slept through most of it and give it two and a half bones uh and i mean no one's gonna see this but But maybe, maybe you want to check it out someday. 
I I think for like a rainy afternoon on Netflix, Lodge Mistress is rolling her eyes so deep right now. But like if you were also doing your taxes. <laughs> if you're doing your taxes or trying to boot some sort of hard drive that just won't won't come online, like this is the movie to put on. You don't need to look right at it. You can no. you can be doing laundry or doing whatever where you're just looking around the room. And it happens to catch your eye every now and then. And also, just wait for my video compilation of Keanu with that helmet on. And you can just meditate to it. You can sleep to it. Wake which is to it. It's proven to, to be a great thing to sleep during. Yeah. I agree. Brother Lucas, I mean, in his, in his sleepy master wisdom, really hit the nail on the head with the bone count. I don't know how he did it. He's so efficient. He knows what a movie is before he falls asleep. It's a two and a half bone picture. I was at three bones for a while. When mm-hmm. I think if we could do our, he our pulls all the bodies out and lines them up. I mean that that there's not a dry eye in the house. Intense yeah. and and if I wish I wish we could all have readouts of where our bone counts were throughout <laughs> because when we hit that morning after scene in the kitchen. You know, I was at three. I was at a solid three. Right there firm, with you. Right there with Firm me. three. And I'm like, if you continue down this path, replicas, you might have a solid calcium-rich three <laughs> bones. But uh, it just, it just, it, it got to, it got to techno thriller after that for my taste. Yeah. But I, I gave it two and a half. It was way better than I ever could have expected, and it defies the what twelve percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. The forty percent. That's, that's a little hard. It's already yeah. underrated. It's already underrated. Yeah, it's yeah. got nowhere to go but to gain a small following on uh, on video release or whatever. Small but dedicated. I think this is going to have its fans. I'm not part of that. You don't have to be. <laughs> you don't have to be. Keanu tried to win over your heart and he just couldn't quite do it. I mean, I always like Keanu, but. Yeah, and that's I think that's what your half bone is for. It's 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 a Keanu courtesy half bone, uh, which no one can fault you. That's replicas, guys. Replicas. I I feel. I'm gonna uh, live forever. I feel honored to have uh, gone through the cloning process with you guys. I bring you back. I bring yeah. you all back. It was great. Even if I had to suck your brain out. Let's log out. Let's let's log out. Boot down. Map the boot. <laughs> Love and light. Love and light. Isn't it strange? Feels like I'm looking in the mirror. What would people say if only they knew that I was part of some geneticist plan? Born to be a carbon copy man. They're in a petri dish late one night. They took a donor's body cell. I love Keanu's life.